let's dive into it. Welcome to the Viper Podcast. This is brought to you by Viper Energy, one of the healthiest energy drinks on the market. And damn, does it taste good. This is our first guest today. Mm-hmm. First guest, first on, out of office guest. First out of office guest. Yeah. We have Dylan Gordon with Smoke Road. What is up? I'll let him dive into it, but Smoke Road is this new and upcoming band here in Wisconsin, and you guys are crushing it. I see you guys everywhere, Instagram. Um, you bring a crowd too. Everywhere you guys go, you guys are crushing it. And you bring the party. And we you bring the party. Yeah, I, I, just, think, I just like watching people wake up in the ditch and wondering what happened. Right <laughs> like, that's and you're right like next my, to them. I'm so prideful. <laughs> yeah, right next to you both wake up at the same time. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I woke up on a boat before and I'm like, where am I right now? Like, I, you know, last night must have been sick. I don't have any video footage, but people have videos of me. I'm like, ah, this is sick. Okay. You guys no. play shows every weekend? Uh, pretty close. Like I think we have twenty. We have over twenty shows these next two months. Damn. August, September. Yeah, you sent me your calendar every weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday's booked. It's insane. It's awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we got. We started out doing like, I think our first year was insane. Like we were playing any show that we could get. We were like playing for chump change, like nothing. Yeah, you have to. Burping down, guys. <laughs> ten right that's, now, man. That's I was, his trademark uh, move right I'm there, I'm burping dude. down, dog. You don't want me to burp out. You know, we choked out of dog, here. Dog, you'd be, you'd be leaving. You know? I'm telling you right now. But uh, no, man, we just started this band up, and like, it was wild, man. I was found in a bar. That was it. Like, I was I was sitting in a bar. You've been to my bar, actually. You guys yeah. both, I think, have yeah. been to Whiskey D's. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, man, I'm just getting out of the military. I'm like, dude, I need to like figure out what I'm going to do with my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I'm like, whatever. I like partying, so let's just get into the bar industry. And my my uh uncle and my aunt were like hey let's get in his bar you know um found out not what i wanted to do for the rest of my life because you're working like a slave laborer i mean it's bad every weekend i mean and then people are drunk and you can't be drunk and you're staring at him and you're like dude like this isn't fun for me you know (laughs) i want to be reversed like like your pants are falling down your ass is out in public and i have to walk you outside put you in a lawn chair and give you a safe ride taking your front pocket so the taxi guy knows who you are to get you home so you're basically an adult babysitter at this point yeah that's why bar managers dude making 100 grand a year i would pay someone 100 grand a year to manage they fucking earn it with the headaches they gotta deal with dog Oh my gosh! So yeah. what's the timeline on this? What? How long ago was this? Uh, I was like 2019 into like 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bartending, man, and I was like, I just started. I was like, man, how do you get people? And I was single at the time, so I just I I've been married twice and divorced twice. I'm like Ross from Friends, kind of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys know that like Friends show. No. No. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah now yeah, I feel yeah, old, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're older than me, dude. You know what I mean? No, I know Friends, friends but I didn't know you were married yeah. and divorced twice. Already. Oh yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah. Oh yeah, military man, Jody's. If you're in the military, t- I'm telling you right now, they know what I'm saying. When, they, when I, when, you know, Jody's are real. Like they come into the, the picture and they're like, All right, I'm gonna marry this fool. When he goes on deployment, I'm gonna go and have sex with a bunch of random people and not tell them, and then take all your money. Like that's like that's a Jody. That's okay. it's a true Jody. It, I didn't know there's so a term so for it. So it's basically a military it's, gold digger. Dog, when that's you what they when, are. when you go to boot camp, the first thing your 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 instructor says to you is said, "Don't get married and don't go buy a car at like 50% APR." And everybody does it. I'm <laughs> telling you, right now, and you like, got married twice. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't listen at all. I was like, I was like, she says she loves me. I swear. <laughs> no, I think it was because it was like honestly. See, man, it was like I was like, dude, you know, I'm young, like I making all this money from the government, guaranteed paychecks. It's like, like, dude, you know, like I, I can make this work and muscle it out with the human. Like, you know, hopefully this person isn't a piece of shit. Well, they end up being pieces of shit. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, ah, oh, you know, like this isn't really working out. But so how'd it happen twice? So the first one. <laughs> 
Dude, I can't. This is wild. It, it, listen, my exes, if you see what this was Brody, live. What, what was Brody? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, like you're waking up and it's like, what was that hitting my inner thigh last night? Like, you sure you're a woman? You're not lying, dude. No, I'm kidding. No, no, they were both super cool people. It was just like, when you go on deployment for a year, you know, for however long, it's like sometimes six months, sometimes, like I was in the Navy, so like in the Marines, they go for like 13 months, but in the Navy, it's like, you'll sometimes you'll do six months, sometimes you'll do 10 months, like, mm. And uh, I went on deployment. It was just a long time. She met someone, got pregnant, and then just, you know. While married with you? Yeah. And then, like, I was like, all right, you know, like, it's all good. Let's just go our separate ways. We're young, dumb, stupid, move on. And, and it, it honestly, it upset me at first, but I was like, no, this kind of was meant to be, right? Yeah. Mind you, I was an atheist at this time. So, mm -hmm. like, you got to think about that, too. I was just like, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. life's life. Big deal. Move on. Mm -hmm. So then I go, I, I met this other girl, and we got, we were engaged for, like, two years or something like that. Then we got married, and then we moved back to Wisconsin, and she's like, I, I, like, I want to go move to Arizona. And I'm like, what's, what's your plan? Like, are we, what, we just going yeah. like, to take a tent yeah. and just go hang out for a little bit so we can, like, <laughs> afford to pay for something? Or, like, what's the plan of attack? She's like, no, I want to go help my mom out and pay all these bills. And I'm like, dog, like, dude, you're just, you're just, that's, that's a tree I don't want to climb, man. Like, right. this is not something, I have too much on my plate as it is right now. So I'm like, hey, listen, I'll give you a one-way ticket there. And if you don't want to come back, don't come back. And then she's like, I don't want to come back. I'm like, all right, deal. I'm like, I'll send you stuff. <laughs> like, you know they work pretty good, huh? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, dude, I love the fact that if someone doesn't want something, be honest, move on, do your thing, right? Because, yeah. like, you only live once, you know? Yeah. Like, you might as well live the life you want to live. Seriously. So then I'm, like, sitting there, I'm like, all right, what's my plan next? I'm like, what can I do as a single dude to make a buttload of money? And I'm like... All right, let's get into a bar. Like you know, like, I was like, you know, Dude, we're throwing money in this. Like, okay, hold on, hold on. I want don't dive too far forward. What were you driving at the time? If everybody's getting married and oh, dude, buying I, a car at fifty percent APR, gotta be a Camaro. Did you get the gotta be a Camaro. Did you Camaro get the car thing? I think that's pretty yeah, mandatory. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to. I don't want to say it, dog. Listen, okay, San Diego. It would suck to park anywhere. There is no way you could find parking if you drove a truck, bro. You might as well pay for parking in a parking garage every single time. And that okay, so he's working up his case here. Okay. That's what he's doing. No, he's trying I, to I, I'm trying to sell it because it's going to be choice. really bad. Like, I'm, I'm talking. You guys think this, like, you know what I mean? So my Prius. wife had a Mustang. Prius. <laughs> okay. okay. I was driving. Uh, hold on. Here. Can't be that bad. It was a Mini Cooper, dog. I was going to say a Mini Cooper, too. It's so like, small. <laughs> it's got to no, be a dude, Mini Cooper. I was like, bro, this thing's a stick shift. And it was like, it was, it was. It was freaking fast, Hey, whatever fast, you guys do to justify, man. It was it's turbo, yeah. dude. I was like, this thing, it, I felt like I was like Tokyo Drift, but it didn't drift at all. Still <laughs> <No> fucking mini <laughs> I It was silver. It was silver. Oh, silver's not it was, bad. It was, it was pretty, pretty neutral. It was pretty, it was like low rided out. It was kind of decked yeah. out. I was like, all right, you know what I mean? I only paid like 14 grand for it. I was like, something cheap. And then I'm like, dude, this thing is perfect for parking. Everything's great. I sold it, right? And, uh... I literally was like, all right, what's my next move here? Like, what's what's my next vehicle? Yeah. And I get my, my second wife, we moved to Wisconsin right before she went to Arizona. And I was like, listen, I'll buy your first vehicle because I had the credit for it and everything like that. If when you get a job, you buy my truck because I wanted this truck, but she needed a new car bad. Her car was going to the crap, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right. You know, so I, I, I bought her this, this Jeep Renegade, right? Dog. Did the value of that thing drop fast, bro? <laughs> I was like, I can't even trade this in without dropping 5K to get a new car. Damn. I guarantee you. So then I'm like, dude, so I just rode that baby till she almost died. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to ride this around again. So I'm riding around this like soccer mom vehicle, still picking up chicks. I don't know how I did. <laughs> 
Like, honestly, it was insane. They're, they're like, so what do you drive? I'm like, a Jeep. And that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying I'm driving ever, yeah. bro. Better than a Mini Cooper. Oh, yeah. No, definitely better than a Mini Cooper. Yeah. yeah no, so, it was so horrible. You got, you got that second divorce, and then you open up this bar because you want to mm. make millions. And this is the worst idea you ever did. Dude, I'm like, well, <laughs> not the worst. The heck of an experience. Like, managing people and, like, having people depend on you for their paycheck is the most, like humbling thing I think you can ever do because you yeah. get the distress level is ridiculous because if you fail they fail it's like they look at you and then if you don't realize that right away you fail there's Damn. there's you're not gonna win yeah you know what I mean so it's like like it's so easy to fail and I just it pushes you to that next level though you have to you, like you know it forces knowing that it forces you to yeah want to stay up later and 100%. Make sure that people have a job. Do it. And you know? I didn't I didn't have any money. Yeah. Like when I went to this bit bar industry, my uncle's like, listen, I'll front it. Like you have the drive. People love you. Like you're so nice to everybody. Like you're always give, give, give. I was gonna do it before I, too. No, I, I see it. I was smelling those. So it's, it's a working. blowout. Yeah. You gotta edit that. So it's just like slow mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smoking it. Yeah, dude, right, right. So like I was like, dude. I'm like, you know what? Why not, man? I like, I'm I'm single now. Like, this is what the you got plan. to lose. Yep, right. <laughs> so I I went and bought this bar called Chatterbox too, and they were known for wings. Like they they slap right on the river. You know what I mean? It's a, mm-hmm. right, right off used by your parents' house. Go- well, used to be one of my go to. So it was one of the very Chatterbox. yeah Chatterbox too. It was Chatterbox right on the river. Yeah, so it's one of the very few places, almost in all of Manitowoc County, where you can go and eat on the water. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know, yeah. and it actually had outdoor seating. And st- I know. Doesn't it sound yeah, really it weird? Manitowoc well, is a coastal city for anybody watching. Manitowoc is Wisconsin. Yeah. But it's so always so fucking cold there. Yeah. But like, it is. Sometimes, it's an understatement, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just want to get a, a burger and a Bloody Mary somewhere on the water, and there's nowhere to go. Right. And, Hundred percent. Chatter or chatterbox to it, or, yeah. or uh, and, and wintertime, man, you can like rip up on your snowmobile, four wheeler, whatever mm-hmm. you wanted to do. Like yeah. it's it's like it was a perfect spot. My uncle, my aunt, and I, like my like, we we're not on talking terms now because we kind of got a little messy at the end when we were all walking away. Yeah. But like he taught me, pretty much everything I know about like you know money management, uh, managing people, you know, um, just pretty much how to run a business in a in a general concept of a way. And dude's well, very well off. I mean, he's very successful. He's multiple investments, never had a job. He just, I mean, he worked on and off like randomly at places, but he always was self-employed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I walk into this business and um, I just started like meeting all these people that wanted work, that needed help, that needed to get back on their feet. And I'm like, all right, like I can do this. You know what I mean? So I just started thinking like, how do you market something correctly? And I was single. So I was like, where can I get on to a platform that people can see me all the time? And want to come visit me, right? And help my business out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like dating apps. I'm like how how. So I was like, alright, I'm gonna put a picture of me up, and then put a picture of my bar up, and just say in my bio, hey, I don't have time to go on these dates. I'm running a business, but if you want to meet me, this is where I'm located. <laughs> come stop in for a drink, dude. Come to me. You would have talked pretty about, good, right, bro? And it worked. Yeah. I was like, I was and like, that probably brought the younger crowd, which is probably what you were. No gearing That's towards, where I was right? at. I yeah. was like, I, I want a music venue. I was like, in this city. There was, there was no music venues yeah. in Two yeah. Rivers at that time. Unless you want to listen to Polka. And, uh, <laughs> I get Polka, dog. Yeah. All right, so like, <laughs> I like Polka, yeah. you know what I mean? I, there was like, there's a yeah, metal drummer on that. Yeah, I yeah. guess not. No. Dude, this metal drummer was in a Polka band, and I'm like, you're not in the right band, dog. He's like doing yeah. doubles, and everybody's looking at him like, what are you doing, dog? <laughs> What's going on? Like, yeah, this is sick. But I, I literally was like, yo, like... I need to market this correctly. So I did. I marketed it correctly. And my uncle 
and I and my aunt, it went from being like, I'd say like they were making probably around like 250,000 revenue a year at mm-hmm. this business. And we went to, from that and in roughly eight to 10 months, I think we were already over at half a million Damn. revenue in our first year. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dude, this is like, I could do this. Like, I mean, you talk about selling a pair of Ray-Bans to a blind guy. Like I literally could, they walk <laughs> into a bar and I'm like, here, this is how much money I'm going to get out of you. You know, we're going to average about 30 to 50 bucks a head, each bar stool. This is how much money you need to be making a day, Z out, so on and so forth. I'm like, I can do this. And then I'm like, okay, how do you f- bracket in like paying bands out? Mm-hmm. So I'd find these bands that didn't have any following. And I'm like, listen, I'll advertise you. I'll market you. I'm like, and I'll get you a following in this area. And this band called Kill Thrills, um, buddy of mine, Nick Rodello, he's out of Appleton. Dude, he was just like a mirror. He, he, he walked in the bar with a guitar and he's like, dude, I'm looking for like to play a show or whatever. And I'm like, all right, like bring your guitar in here and play me a song. And if you're good, I'll, I'll book you. And he, he comes and plays. And then all of a sudden, I'm booking him left and right. They are getting super popular. I, they went from being paid like 500 bucks a show to like I was pay, paying them over $1,000 yeah. a show. Like They were like, dude, this is sick. And I'm like, yeah, I'll play you here once a month. Right. I'm like, we'll just keep you moving. Boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden, I started getting into like um, those like bluegrass bands, man, metal bands. We did a metal fest, a death metal fest. We had bands from all I over the country. I remember seeing that, dude. That's awesome. The city created noise ordinances around me. I have, <laughs> I have, I have two ordinances. That's an accomplishment right <laughs> yes. there, yes. Dude, well, Into River is... Buck, is it a Buckley? Yeah, Buckley. He doesn't like me. I don't yeah. think at all. <laughs> like, I mean, the guy's a nice dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like he talked to my grandpa's funeral. Like, the guy's... He's a nice guy, but like... Like when things change, you need to change. If you're not willing to change, things are not going to yeah go in your favor. And what you were doing wasn't the direction they had in plan for yeah their retirement community that they had envisioned. Right? Well, not when you're vibrating their walls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we were like across no, the river, their windows are rattling. Dude, this guy and I felt so bad for this gentleman, man. And he was such a gentleman. I mean, he was obviously hot-headed because he was like not sleeping. He was about to sell his home. And I'm because like, of you, dude, literally because of the bar, I, it yeah. was bad. Like, and I was like, within <laughs> my brother and I, um, like, well, he owns he owns Fast Seven Pizza Shop in uh, in Two Rivers, mm-hmm. and that's what he bought after we sold out of the Whiskey D's, killing it by the way. I mean, insane. But we were just like, dude, go big or go home. Kind of like what you guys are doing here at Viper. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, hey, like if you guys really want to, you know, like I told my brother, I'm like if we want to go big, like. You need to go all in. Like mm-hmm. every dollar and penny you have, go all in, baby. Right let's here. go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's telling you, can. I'll choose that. But yeah. I'm, I'm, is Where it is really it? on the can? Yeah, it used to that's be. Our, that's our motto. No way. Go all in. Su- it must be on the old design. But I'm telling it's you, it's right on now. the next one too. It's on, the, it's on the next one. It, it's added on there. But you but have to, bro. You it's do like, everything you do. You either either you're all invested or you're not. My brother, he's just like, dude. He's like, I cannot believe I'm doing this with you because we're both working at FedEx Ground. And just hating our lives. Fed- we were, we, FedEx? Yeah. Oh, uh, up here in Green Bay. Oh, okay. I didn't know Yeah, that. didn't didn't you deliver to our <laughs> Viper facility oh, one oh, time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. I remember oh, yeah. that, dude. Oh. Like, when we first oh, yeah. started Viper yeah. at our old facility, I remember, you, like, you texted me and oh, said yeah, that. yeah, you did. Dylan Gordon delivered Bro. by us one time, and I'm like, dude, this no is, shit. That's, is, yeah. What a, like, freaking 360 that is. Horrible job. <laughs> Well, I, I horrible mean, job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're like you're like waking up in the morning. and You're like, All right, I'm good at my job. I'm fast. I'm a hard worker. Me and my brother were just like, just grunts. Like we didn't. Mm-hmm. Ca- he's a marine. I'm a navy guy. We're just like, all right, pack her to the ceiling. Like let's go. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But they weren't paying us anything extra really off mm-hmm. of that. So I'm just like, dude, it's it's it so, got so much better now. They pay so much more money now. Right. But, it's it's so cool to see, especially from Two Rivers, because that's where all of us are from. Well, Sam's from Green Bay, mm-hmm. but 
Two Rivers, when you grow up there, it's such a small-minded mo- community. Oh, dude. Where if you ever dream big, it is shot down right away. <clears throat> 100%. And it's so cool. I love to hear even your brother buying Fatso's. Fatso's, for anyone listening, and Two Rivers is it's an iconic it's sub icon- shop. It's like the go-to sub shop for food. It's so good. He brought dude. it back, too, because it yeah. was on the decline, and he brought the original ingredients and everything back. Dude, 1972, and like, so good. the bread recipe, dude. Yeah, that's, what, oh, is no it? that's what it was, was the yeah. bread, because like, the previous owners changed the bread, and it's like, why would you fucking do that? I was yeah. so yeah. upset. Dude, I got that like, in the military. I ate it, and I'm like, this is horrible. Well, that, I yeah. was like, yeah. that's when... Why, the mail was weird. I was like, this ain't it. No, like, this ain't it. No. I heard that he bought it, and that's when it was at, like, he bought it at the good time because it was low. Yeah. And their business was going down, so I'm like, damn, I can't believe that place was even open still because I thought it was going to shit. So it's cool to see that he's bringing it back. Well, my sister-in-law awesome. used to, like, pretty much run the, sh- not run the show there, but she knew how to do everything. Yeah. She worked there through college. Right. So they walked in, and my sister-in-law was like, Cakewalk, let's go. And yeah. Austin's like, I'll slice the meat, I'll slice the cheese, <laughs> dog. Like, I'll keep her stuff. You got to do whatever that's, you got to do, right? That's, yeah. that's one thing about you and your brother. Cause I, your brother's in my grade, and mm-hmm. we, we hung out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to see because you guys came. I got to put this down. I look like a caffeine. I have two right here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys came. Jeez. We're, we're raised in such like a. We were poor, a, dude. You no, know, it was a chaotic lifestyle. Like, you guys had a lot of shit going on all the time. Oh, yeah, there's and no holding back. To see both your guys' attitudes towards life is awesome like uh, you guys you guys have the best like if you want to have a good time you have the gordon's there oh, well, <laughs> you know sadly yeah that's i mean what, oh, in a good way, in a bad way. It, was like, it was like sometimes where i was like man should we really have done that like that was probably not a good idea like we were fearless bro like there was nothing if, if you said no balls to a gordon it was like uh, all right game on we're doing it gordon, like, dude your brother was ruthless oh dude like, your brother was ruthless <laughs> you should dude. see his now bro so it's like he did was so over the top well i i so uh, I, I know we're getting off track with the whole bar thing but like we'll just go to my brother quick like he he was in the marines and i, I just got back from deployment i was on a mu i was on uh, lha5 uss pelu and it's decommissioned now it's like not a ship of the navy it was one of the oldest navy ships in the Navy wow. at the time, and then they they de- so that probably sucked. They, it, it, it blew. Yeah. It was horrible, bro. <laughs> Smelled like socks everywhere, yeah. dog. I mean, you talk about like I heard some stories. They're not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, dude, the military is just like. I'm happy I got out, but I'm happy I did it. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you meet. Some, it opened your eyes, probably, right? Oh, bro. I mean, you meet. It's it's you go in for one of two things. You go in to serve your country, but you also go in. And I always tell people, I'm like, there's either a person in the military that goes in for free schooling or they go in to get out of the situation they're in at mm-hmm. the current time in life. Because mm-hmm. most people are like, inter- they're from like the, the inner city, can't afford anything. Mm-hmm. Almost having like a lot of guys, like instead of going into a gang, they join the military because it's like they didn't have a choice. There's right. no, yeah. I met so many people, different races, different ethnicities, different, like, like one lady that I worked with, she's from Africa. And, like, she showed me pictures of her, like, hanging out with a giraffe. I'm like, this is wild. I'm like, and you came here, and she's like, yeah, like, it's better opportunity. Like, yeah. it, it allows me to help my family. Like, she was, like, sending money back to her family. Like, just wild stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is, like, it opened my eyes to kind of, like, like, everyone is equal. Everyone's the same person. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes through the same stuff. And they're all being broken down by this hierarchy of individuals that want to keep you poor and never allow you to kind of get better in life mm-hmm. because they need working class individuals to work the day to day jobs. Mm-hmm. And like they don't want everyone to make it. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it's like in the military, it's like, all right, you know, in the military, it's like they want everyone to make it in the military. Because if you don't, if they don't make it, let's say all the, all the working guys don't make it, then the people above them don't make it. It's like a big fam, big, like the camaraderie is insane. Yeah. You don't get it anywhere else. So like I'm like just getting off this ship. 
back to the story with Austin. And I'm like, dog, I got, I, I, I have to go see my brother. He's in schools in, uh, I can't remember what they call in the Marines, but it was uh, on Pendleton. They go to this schooling. It's like combat schooling or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And Austin was in this schooling, and my mom's like, he's flying out tomorrow, so if you're going to go see him, like today's the night. So I drive up there. I go to his, his, his building, and I walk in. There's this gunny sergeant, right? And I was like, bro, E3, nobody in the military at the time. <laughs> but I just didn't wear my uniform. I'm like, I'm going to go on flip-flops, T-shirt, shorts. Yeah, you know casual. what I mean? Wear the casual. same thing you got right now. Literally, dude. <laughs> I, I think if I could live in flip-flops, I would, yeah. honestly. Like, but I walk in, and I'm like, hey, gunny. And he just, like, snaps his head sideways because, like, this is a training environment. Right, so I call right. somebody a gunny. Like, that's like street talk. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't do that, you know, mm-hmm. unless you know who that person is. He looks at me and I'm like, my brother's here for schooling. I'm in the Navy. I just got off the USS Pelu. What's the chance I can steal him for a night? And this is like against the rules. You can't right. just walk in and just steal somebody for the night. <laughs> you start off calling him Gunny. We're, I'm yeah, I guess, I'm like shooting from the moon. I'm like, either I'm going to get knife handed slapped or yeah. like, he's going to allow this to go down. So then, I, and this is like back to the Gordon's concept like you're talking about. Like, I literally couldn't, like, I couldn't have went and shot for any higher than I did walking in there doing that. Yeah. I was more worried about getting in trouble and my command finding out I'm trying to steal my brother yeah. out of a, of a training like facility. <laughs> walks in there right away. Uh, hey, Gunny. Uh, Gunny. Yeah, you uh, might as well walk into the general's office and be like, where yeah, fuck's my brother? Yeah, like, little five, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So then I'm like walking up and he, he's like, who's your brother? And I'm like, Austin Gordon. And he's like, he goes in the back and my brother goes, I'm not leaving with my brother unless I get to bring like my two buddies with me. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Like, okay. We got one of those yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, someone's going to marry a stripper. This is going down, dude. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, all right. So, uh, so they're like, yeah, you can take them, but make sure they're back by midnight. Yeah. My brother never got in trouble in the military his entire career. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like very, very well known, fast company guy. He built guns, fixed guns, like. He was very, very yeah. liked. I mean, if you, you you guys know him. Like, yeah. if you ever met my, if you ever met my, like, okay. my, my brother is loved by everybody. The, the dude's awesome. hilarious. Yeah. And uh, so we, like, I was driving the Mustang at, at, at the time, and I'm driving, not the Mini Cooper. There, there wouldn't have been enough room in that car, dog. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, Cooper. For, for real. There have been, like, people have just been, like, pissed. You know? friendly. But so we go out, and they're like, I'm like, what do you guys want to do? And they're like, we want to go see some women. Like, we haven't seen anybody, you know, like, whatever. And we're all young, single. Like, none of us were, you know. Yeah. And, um, no Jody's yet. No Jody's no yet. Jody's. Well, I was married at the time. The first one. First one. <laughs> first, Jody, okay, first Jody checked off. Yes, yeah. yeah. So then I was like, all right, man, like, you know. What do you guys want to do? They're like, well, let's go get some food. So he went out and got some food, got some beers. That turned into, uh, the guys were like, let's go to a strip club. I'm like, all right, I'll bring you guys to a strip club. And I don't like strip clubs. My buddy got crabs in his hair, had to shave his head, dude. What? <laughs> I will Was never... that a Manitowoc? Yeah. I, I will never. Story at, at, no kidding. Uh, Somebody got crabs in the strip club <laughs> <laughs> Manitowoc? I don't, don't know where she was putting her thing and dancing. Oh, my God. Was, that's, that's the, I, I always tell that joke when people talk about strip clubs in like two rivers of Manitowoc. I'm like, there's a strip club in Manitowoc where some dude got crabs on his beard. That's a was true story. <laughs> and that's, oh, my God. And I'm telling you, bro. I sat there. I'm just like. I thought I was making it up. I'm like, dude, it was like a major story in Manitowoc. It was, it, if a stripper gets near me, like, I debate on stiff arming people, to be honest with you. Like, because I don't know if. Like what's going on? And they all smell like weird oils, and I just don't trust it. <laughs> yeah. You know what and I mean? Sparkly and shit. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like, all right, dude. Either you smell like that because you haven't showered in a couple of days, or you really been working hard today. Like I don't know <laughs> to tell you. Like I, you know what I mean? Like not sure not, on either of them. Yeah, no, for real. And I'm just like, man, dude. You know. But and like, I don't know. We we go to the strip club, 
and I'm babysitting these three dudes. Like, I'm like, ah, I'll stay sober, you know. And uh, his buddy just spends every last penny he's got on this one lady, <laughs> bro. On this one lady. All of his money, dude. I'm talking hundreds of dollars. Like multiple trips to the ATM machine. Dude, I'm like, and he's he's like he's like telling this girl he loves her and all this crazy stuff. And my brother Austin's just dying laughing, dude. And I'm like, I get up to the stage and I'm like, hey, this guy was DJing, like mixing the, like, you know, he's like mixing the strip club music whatever yeah. I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like hey man I got these three marines dude I'm like can we do like a pull up competition up on the stage cause there's like a bar that went across yeah. on top I'm like dude I guarantee this is gonna be sick so I get Austin up on stage dude these two other dudes and they're doing pull ups on the stage in the strip club <laughs> all three of them trashed like they're <laughs> drunk guys are so funny the stupidest shit we <laughs> think of the dudes yeah <laughs> I'm like, especially after a few beers, yeah. yeah. But all three of their shirts are off. Like, it's just <laughs> insane. Because, I mean, like, <laughs> just ridiculous. And I'm like laughing. And Austin's like such an innocent, he's like a good man to women. Like, he doesn't like disrespect you. So he was like, he wasn't getting any lap dances. He was just hanging out, having drinks. His buddies were kind of doing all this stuff. Like, me and my brother kind of like stay back. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it was wild. So then I looked at the clock and it's 11:15 and it's like a 40 minute drive to get back to where we had to go. Mm-hmm. And you got to go through military security to get through onto the base. So I'm like, well, these guys are getting in trouble. I guarantee you right now, dude. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, and they're coming back smelling like strippers and booze. And yeah. I'm like, if this isn't a Marine right here, I don't know what is, bro. You know, so I were hauling back in this Mustang. We get back and Austin and them are just running up these stairs and I dropped them off. It was like, 11:59, and they're just like sprinting up these stairs next day i get an email from austin he goes yep you got me in trouble for the first time yeah. in the military dog he got written up a citation like all this stuff like i don't know if you like oh, shit. lost pay or anything i'm not sure how bad it was but yeah we, did we, he have to do a lot of running or a lot of push-ups oh, he for, for that, sure I'm got sure. his ass kicked dude, yeah he did even more pull-ups yeah, more pull-ups, yeah. yeah. dude yeah they, they probably beat him down to the ground pretty harshly and uh Ever since then, I just looked at my brother and I'm like, you know what, dude? Let's just vouch that we just, if we're going to go into business ever, we just go at it together. Like, we're just going to chase at the moon together at stuff, you know? And like, now I'm self employed. He's self employed. He's doing great. I'm doing great. And like, we still invest in like yeah. live music on the side. And that's kind of how the whole. Yeah, so how did, how did how'd Smoke Road start then? So you had, you were at Chatterbox helping your yeah. uncle out. So then um, we opened up Whiskey D's and then I was playing guitar behind the bar. I and remember that, dude. Yeah, I remember yeah, I, go. Yeah. I remember going there for lunch yeah. for lunch one time when you guys first bought it, mm-hmm. and you're like telling me all this that you want to make a stage outside and get, do kayak rentals and volleyball and all that shit. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude! Finally, like someone's doing something. You somebody's doing something in Two Rivers where you get some like new young energy and make a cool hip yeah. place to go. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is gonna be awesome. And there was like, like nowhere that had that downtown. No, it was, was all just kind of like we Which have is food and beer. Again, it's such a per- Two Rivers and Manitowoc is such a perfect opportunity. Well, there's now. I mean, make. the wharf is pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd say. But yeah. this was this is pre that, right? Yeah. So like Yeah. So like Brennan and them used to come in by by us. Yeah. Before I think they even started I think the wharf used to just be like uh it was like shipping containers. It was, right. right? And porta potties mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean Brennan's killing it too. Dude, he's murdering it. it. I mean That's, the guy But that shows you because right. there was such a demand for a place like right. that, like kinda like what you were trying to build into rivers. Hundred percent. There's a huge demand for just some a great environment, a great atmosphere on the water. And yeah. there was just nobody was doing it. And it's like it's like that city was either going to turn to Door County or it was going to turn to a suburb of Manitowoc. I mean, that's yeah, really much, what what, yeah. what I was aiming at. And mm-hmm. like, it just started turning into kind of like a Door County. People from out of state were buying in, and there's like a yeah. lot of outside money. So it's like you can not 
bring pricing up to like inner city pricing, but you can kind of like meet in the middle a little bit without pissing anybody off. But mm. just hard in that town because it is because God forbid you have a, a wing by twenty five cents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's slashing your tires, off. dude. Well, remember Bob <laughs> had, had the remedy and the, they had a good they had a good <laughs> fucking big burger and it was like fourteen bucks. People lost their People fucking minds. People about it. It's, like, it's on <laughs> Texas toast. It's like a half pound burger. Ton of fries and people were pissed. It was fourteen bucks. Oh, it's like, dude, bro, it's one of the best burgers in town. It was yeah. wild. And like my, my brother Austin always took videos of me playing guitar when I got back home. Every time I come home from the military, I was always playing guitar. And people were just like hanging out in my garage. I'm jamming on the guitar. I never took a guitar class in my life. Like I literally just played so my YouTube ear. YouTube University or how dude, did you learn? I learned one song on YouTube, and after that, I just figured it out. Like That's awesome. Um, I don't know what any. I don't. I don't even know what a chord. Like if you say play a. B chord or what a C chord or whatever. I have, I have Dude, no idea how to do it. I just literally play by ear. Mm-hmm. I, I want to expand on that. Is how good you are now, and when you started, you were terrible. And it's probably day. the most frustrating thing ever. So like, oh yeah, that, that uh, it's a really important part, especially when people are just starting on something. They need to understand that you're gonna suck at first oh, for a while, and there's a there's a tipping point of uh, not giving up. And mm-hmm. when you hit that tipping point, you start to see massive improvement. But if you quit before that, you could be right around the corner of, you know, starting You're to get better. You're always right around the corner from getting big. You always I mean, are. Because you, you, you never know. What, like, look at Bailey Zinnerman. Yeah. One second, that dude, he's like, and I was just listening to a video. He was, he was talking. He's like, you know, we're all, me and my buddy just sitting in this room just thinking, how do you get a song on the radio? And then it went from that to being, why don't we just write a song? And if it goes, it goes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, you just got to kind of just do your thing yeah. and pray for the best. Like, because it's not up to you. Mm-hmm. It, you. It's unless you own your own radio station. Like, yeah, you're not gonna you're not Just gonna get on there. The one right person to hear it, and off you go. Dude, hundred percent. And like, and that's the thing. It's like I started playing guitar behind the bar, and then I started posting pictures online, like those dating apps. Mm-hmm. And like, they would just come in, come in, listen and listen. Like, I had people from Appleton, Green Bay, Sheboygan, like Oshkosh, like all over the state coming yeah. to this bar to watch me play. Mm-hmm. Because they were just posting these little clips. Like my brother was always like, "Dude, just go back there, play some tunes, people will come." Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where I was just constantly, "Dylan, get the guitar out, come play a song." Dylan, you know, can you do, you know, learn this song, do this song? And I just started doing it. And uh, Andy Toddy, the founder of Smoke Road, well, me and him both kind of. He's like, "Dude, let's jam in my basement." I'm like, I'm like, dude, I have no time, man. I'm like, I'm running a bar. I'm like, I'm doing events, like, and I'm running like events. I'm talking like, seriously, thousands of dollars we're paying to get stuff rolling and like coolers and just insane amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't risk not being there. I gotta, I have to do this. So I finally one day I was like, all right, we'll jam. So we get in the basement, and he just starts strumming, and I just start singing all these songs. We just start making this list of songs I already knew. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, you already know like all these songs. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I call my buddy, Billy Kilps, who I never met Billy. No, me and Billy are like, like super tight. Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I can't even get over it how tight we are, now. And uh, he comes in, and Billy used to be in a metal band. He toured, and like, you know, he was. I think he played at like the Hard Rock mm-hmm. in New York or something. I don't remember in this metal band. And Dom was in the band with him, I think at the time. This is like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I'm like, yeah, dude, we'll jam. And Billy's dad was a pastor, right? And if you meet Billy, you would never think his dad's a pastor because he's mm-hmm. a wild child. <laughs> like him and his brother are just like, let's go on some paddle boards and go paddle out in the middle of the lake 
and just scream at the sky and swear <laughs> and like just do all this wild good stuff. Time. Yeah, but the, but they just like they're like you know they just they believe in God wholeheartedly. It's just mm-hmm. like it's it's so cool like how they are as people. So we clicked right away, and he he heard me sing. And he's like, dude, you're like. Like Chris Stapleton, Morgan Wallen made a baby. I was like, dang, dude, appreciate the compliment, dog. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I came from the What's shower that? and came Man, here, dog. Like, baby, like, though. Yeah, dude, for real. It's like stepbrothers when he sings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, dang, man. This maybe I am okay. Like, because I, I never thought I was that good. Like Austin and I, dude, I'd yeah. be singing in the shower and he'd be like, shut up. He's like screaming in the other room, like, growing up. And I'm like, man, maybe I suck. Like, you know, and. uh I don't know, dude. It was just like, after that, I'm like, you know, maybe I do goddess. We were just going to do acoustic. Well, I was like, okay, I'm down to do acoustic, whatever. You know, not a big deal. And uh, then he's like, hey, man, this Mark Burr guy plays bass, but he's a sound engineer for this band called Soulfly. Like right now, I think he was in just like in like Bulgaria or something like that, or mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd sent him a text about going, he owns his own music studio called Carptown Studios in Two Rivers. And it's on t- it's the top floor of this factory building. And he's like, you know, let's jam with them. So we go to the studio, dude, and it's sick. Like, you walk in this room, it's got a wraparound couch, huge TV screen, like, mixing boards in front of them, separate room with, like, millions of mics, mm-hmm. different, like... Sounds really fucking dope. Dude, yeah. pianos, yeah. guitars, yeah. Sam's over here, like, freaking... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, like, it's, it's like, if you want to shoot a music video, this is the spot. It's old factory building concept looking, rustic industrial, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, everything is just... And everything's so perfectly sounding in there. And he's so good at his job, like mixing bands and stuff. So he starts, he listens to me and we were practicing in this church and he's like, dude, this is good. Mm -hmm. Like we can really do something with this. And at this time we had no idea what we were going to call our band. Mm -hmm. We're like sitting there wondering like, so this is still 2019, 2020, yeah, turning into that. Like it was around 2020 ish. Right. Mm -hmm. That we start jamming and hanging Mm -hmm. out. And then, um, I'm like, we're just all hanging out, hanging out, shooting the shit. And, uh, we're like, we need a drummer if we're gonna have. We're not just gonna be a straight string band, like you right. know. Mind you, some of the best bands are string bands, like that don't have drummers. You know, like mm-hmm. Billy Strings, that dude slaps. But yeah. I mean, even he has a drummer. You know, right. it's like, and I'm like, dude, okay, I'm just gonna like figure out a way to like get a full band going with these guys and just shoot for the moon with them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, what's what's the worst that's gonna happen? We're gonna suck and not make any money? Whatever, you know, right. like, cool. Already kind of doing that, yeah. I've done, I've done it, you know, it's like, yeah. might as yeah. well just take, you know, shoot for the moon. Right. And at this time, I'm still in the bar industry. Um, so then, I'm like, we, we had this guy, Marty Shire, that was gonna come drum for us, and he played in Nashville, he played for like Kelly Pickler, mm-hmm. like he was like a big time drummer, like he's the only one that left Michigan went to Nashville, actually professionally played drums for people. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, ah, right, dude, like, this is this is what's up. You know, we have this guy that's going to be sick. And he was so busy, and he's a dad, like, and he's working a full-time job. I think he was doing insurance and working at Harley-Davidson, I think, at the same time. He was, like, Damn. and a oh. realtor, I think. So he was doing, like, a lot of work. <laughs> like, the guy was wild. Like, he has drummer. a broker's license. Like, this dude's yeah. legit. And he just couldn't find time. And I'm like, you know, I get it, man, you know. Like, life's busy. And then when you're a dad, you know, you have priorities. So then I'm like, I'm like, who else drums? And Billy's like, dude, I dated Leighton Thompson's sister in high school. And he used to sit in the basement as a kid and just like beat on the drums. He's pretty good. And I just immediately grabbed my phone. And I'm like, Leighton, like, 
Me and Layton go way back. I'm talking Dick Shack days. This is like, and, and, and I'm not sure if you guys ever heard of the, the Dick Shack dick before. Shack. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Layton, yeah, Layton, and, yeah. dude, Layton and this guy, Mike the Hot Guy, he had a mullet. Mike's pretty dope. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like you have to have a mullet in a Dick Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, there was a squirrel mountain in that Dick Shack. Like, I'm telling you, like, this place squirrel was, mountain. they built a shed and put a Jenny out in the middle of the boon sticks. Oh. And, like, it was horrible to get out there. It was like a swamp. And there was like a little dry little circle spot, and everyone's like, this is where the shack's going to be built. And Leighton and Marv, the hot guy, I guess they were like, we don't want a bunch of dudes to come here, so let's call it the dick shack so all the girls come. It was like, you're young. You don't know what the hell you're doing, right? Turn the complete in. opposite work. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. not how it works, yeah. It worked, though. <laughs> really <laughs> not, dude. I'm telling you right now, Leighton, because like he was in, so Leighton was in a death metal band. He still is in a death metal band called Macabre. And he's, he's like the lead singer and guitar player for Macabre. Mm -hmm. And founder, like, he's like all in with this, right? Since he was like, I don't think he was 14 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Maybe band, younger. That band has always been around Two Rivers for he's, as long as I can remember. He's signed by record label, tours yeah. Europe. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, you talk about living out of a van and not showering for a week. That guy's done yeah. it, you know? Mm -hmm. And That's like, awesome. he is just a prodigy in music. He can literally look at something and be like, oh, I'll figure it out. And then he yeah. just like does it. I mean, he doesn't even, wow. I'm like, bro, how do you, yeah. like he's meant to be in the music industry. So mm -hmm. I'm like, he shows up with this electric drum kit at the studio. And because yeah, I, I call him like, dude, are you, you do you play drums? He's like, I mean, I can. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, we're doing this band, man. Like, you know, Mark Burr's in it, Andy Toddy's in it, Billy Kills is in it. And he was like, all right, I'll show up and hit the drums. And yeah. There's this video I have of us and Billy Kelps is like, like staring at everyone like, dude, what are we like just listening to this song on repeat, trying to learn these songs and Leighton's just like tapping this drum and I'm yeah. looking around like, this is not going to work. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was nervous. I'm like, bro. So, so just from perspective, Billy is bass or so Billy, Billy was go through all the instruments. So Billy used to be a bass player. Okay. Never played lead guitar in his life. Okay. Took on lead guitar, Got learned it. it from scratch. Andy Toddy played rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, Mark Burr played bass. And then Leighton played drums. Got it. And I was like... So you were just, voc you were just voc they were like, vocals? They kinda? just said, hey, you're going to do nothing but vocals because you're insane because I run around on stage. I'm like, you know... See, that's one that, that there's a lot more beer in the air, dude, <laughs> than, just, than just singing is. You have to put on a show. Mm -hmm. And you're really good at that. You, mm -hmm. you got to be an entertainer. You're, yeah. You're really good at that. Well, dude, people don't go there just like sit in lawn chairs and suck coffee. It's like they want to get yeah. like drunk. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, well, I can do that. Let me give you something to get drunk too. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking like, you know, like if I can just like... My my goal in the whole thing was be like the number one salesman for Bushlight at the time. That's what I was because I support I support farmers. I support like small town living, mm -hmm. local yeah concept. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Corporatism. Don't get me wrong, is great. Don't you know it's awesome. But like, not everybody that runs a corporate business are are in it for the people. They're more in it right. for the you side yeah. with their values. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bush and is I, great at it too. Oh, dude. Like with the custom corn can, the Bro, they the were smart, can, dude. Like, dude, oh, they, they, really they got fish. They yeah. Got it, they got, it dialed they got the market dialed. For real. And then, like, I was like, you know, like, I want to sell the most bush land out of this, out of that. So I was all worried. I'm like, this band is not. And, we, and mind you, at this time, we still didn't have a band name. Yeah. <laughs> so then I'm like, dude, I just got out of the shower. I was singing in the shower, and now I'm in this band. I'm like, and I have no idea how to even t sing into a mic. And, and Leighton's like, I am the captain now. That's what he said to me, dude. He's like, you are going to listen to me, dude. I'm the captain, I'm the captain now. Yeah, that's what he said to me, dog. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, All right. like oh, shit, dude. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Leighton's not one to like, you'll never hear him say, you did a good job. He'll always say, you can do better. 
There's yeah. not you'll never hear it come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the guy will push you to the point of no return, but in a good way. It's like you don't. There's if 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 and he knows it. He's mm-hmm. like because like even right now to this like how good Smoke Road is doing, he'll say, like, we are not at that level yet. We need to get better. Like this is not the level that we c- can say we we can go pro with yet. We need to be tight. Like mm-hmm. you need to know every single every single word. You can't mess up at all. You have to be. Like your 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 presentation of yourself is going to represent the band a certain way. Like you have to be that human being all yeah. the time. Right. So do you think yeah. he learned that from 100%. being in the previous band, just kind of learning from there, and then he can apply it to what you guys? Yeah. Have going he's on like right now? he's like the Godfather dude in the mafia. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like his little like like little prodigy child. He's like, listen, kid, mm-hmm. like whiten your teeth and get skinny. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is going to go down here. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this before every show. You know, he's like, don't get drunk. Like, I mean, when we first started playing shows, I mean, we were partying hard. Like, yeah. I was getting trashed. Waking mm-hmm. up the next day, I'm like, my innards hurt, everything sucks, but I got to <laughs> do this again tonight, so yeah. time to suck some teen honey and, like, you know, muscle through it. Yeah. Now I really don't get drunk at shows anymore. Like, and that just recently I started doing that because mm-hmm. everybody quit their jobs. But so Layton comes in, and he's just this like teacher kind of. He's like, nope, this is how it goes. He knows how to use all the equipment. He knows how to like, like we use in ears, click tracks. Like, there's always a tempo you have to follow. Like, we he knows how to do all of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, we're gonna do this. Like, this is real stuff. Yeah. Well, then Mark Burr gets uh gets offered this job to tour with Soulfly and I wanna say it was like he got he was one of the people that Pantera was looking at possibly as a sound engineer. Mm-hmm. And I was like that's and that's he, big time. Dude, big big time. Mm-hmm. And at that time I like kinda dug deep in a rabbit hole of like I wouldn't like conspiracy theories kinda. Like I was like, oh man, you know, this is kinda wild. Like just digging too deep into the internet, you mm-hmm. know, worrying way too much about the world and not worrying right. too much about myself. And Mark, I'll never forget this text, man. It changed my life. And that's why I love Mark Burr so much. Like, he just texted me. He said, if you worried as much as you worry about politics, like, if you worried about music as much as you worried about politics, you'd be signed by a record label already. Damn. And I, like, got that text from him. And then I told him, I said, dude, I love you, bro. I was like, you need to do what's best for you. Like, and if that's you touring with this band and being a sound engineer because that's what he wants to do for us his life, then do it and I won't be upset with you like I always want what's best for everybody yeah so then he goes on this journey you know and like tours Europe and all he was like in Japan like all over the world touring with this band sound engineering firm and like just like living the life and I'm like right before he left he's like I'll find you a new bass player and that's where Jeff Schaller fuck dude Jeff Schaller falls in I mean this guy is like the most chillest cucumber I have ever met in my life yeah (laughs) literally he's like a new dad and like now he's, he'll like call me and vent. He'll just like start like getting upset on the phone and just like just start <laughs> just like getting you, mad. Just bitch on the phone. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, just let it all out, man. And like if I was next, he had to pat you on the back and kiss your head a cheek. Like I got your back, <laughs> dog. But like when he came in, it just almost created this like glue. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, you know, this band isn't just like me. Like some artists like Dylan Scott or mm-hmm. Luke Holmes, it like it's their name. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like it's Smoke Road. Like, mm-hmm. this is a group. Like, yeah. everybody owns 20% of that group, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what happens, if we get someone looking at us and saying, hey, we want to sign you, 
but your band can't come with, I'd be like, Pack Sand, dog. Like right. I, I'm not, I'm team. not leaving my homies, yeah. dude. This yeah. is right. how it is. Like these guys are my boys, and it's a marriage, dude. Like, yeah. there's sometimes like, I've wanted a fist fight. Some, you know, like we get just on each other's nerves, dude. But for some reason, at the end of it all, it's like we hug each other, we tell each other we love each other, we work through the struggles together, even like life struggles, everything. It's yeah. like, yeah, you, you always have like, like we're all therapists for each other almost. So. Like, as soon as we started the band, it was almost like, okay, we're either going to make it or we're not. So we learned all these songs. I think it's like, I mean, at this point, I've probably learned at least over 80 songs. So did you kind of just always lean towards country? Because Layton's coming from a death metal kind of heavy background. Dude, and all these dudes are ex-metal heads and yeah. death metal so you heads. So you were the one that brought the country into it. Into it, And yeah. that's kind of how our style started. Mm-hmm. It's like, like... It's almost like our own genre. It's like a cold country. Mm-hmm. Like we're northern, bro. Right. Like it's I like, like that cold country. Yeah, dog. So it's like Billy actually made that. I, I give, I'll give you credit, Billy. It's got a good ring to it too. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. yeah. It's it's cool how uh, everything always works out. We always talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. Everything always works out, even in the midst of the most unpredictable times. Like when you had your buddy leave to go tour. Yeah. I bet in that time you're like, what the hell are we gonna do? Yeah, dude. It it's was like, scary, it, it's bro. It's scary because that's a that's a pivotal position for the band and what you gotta do is just keep your head down and keep grinding because if you would if you if he would have left and you would have stopped this would never be a thing it would never have happened right and like i've always leaned towards music my whole life yeah Mm -hmm. so it's just cool to see you just stay faithful and everything always works out and always will oh yeah as long as you continue to go there's gonna be oh it's it's, i mean it's it's inevitable oh 100 yeah i mean there's no way that you Mm -hmm. can walk into a situation expect it just to go up Right. Uh, and if you do, you ain't learning. Kudos, you're not learning dog. anything. No, you're not. Yeah. I always say it's you're... like uh, an inclined roller coaster. You're always going up, but your the roller your your last low is your previous high. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But and your lowest it, points are always the best memories, dude. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. we always talk about that. Hundred percent, dog. I would uh, the when it was just you and I when we were packaging boxes on the floor. Those were the <laughs> best. As much as I love it right now, those times were so fun. Some yeah. of the best so memories, fun, honestly. Dude. But but it's so cool. It's like I, I would never take that back because I love what we're doing right now as well. Oh, like, dude. What we're doing right now is fun, and it's a blast, and I can't wait to look back at these times when we're in the next position. Like, dude, remember when we had that little yeah. podcast room? <laughs> I and still now look back at nine employees like a year yeah, and a half ago, and seriously. I'm like, fuck, man, I, I miss having a putter out in the <laughs> out, <laughs> out, out, like up front and just like walking right. past all these empty offices being like, God, I hope we fill One these. Day, like, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But, but I mean, even just to see, so you guys started this band in 2020. Yeah. Look back at what the concerts you used to be doing. Like you were saying, oh, we, dude, my we fir- would do anything for a thousand dollars or a hundred bucks. Our first show, is. dude. I was like, I was like, dude, we're almost, we're making a thousand bucks, dude. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, this Fuck is yeah. sick, dude. <laughs> They're and telling were, me right were, now, like, yeah. seriously, and those were fun times. I think we the, split fifty bucks a dude. Yeah, I'm pretty oh pop after paying like the sound and light stuff yeah. and like Layton, dude. In the beginning, man, he would like pennies and a dollar. He charges to rent yeah. these speakers and lights and like. He saw oh. it. Like, yeah. I know for a fact, looking back now, I'm just like, Leighton knew right. that this was going to be something. And, like, he had faith in me but never admitted it almost. He's yeah. like, he's like, he was more than anything like, you're messing up too much. You got to do this. Like, he was like that, that like, you need to, you need to perfect yourself. This is how you got to live your life. And, it, and, like, him pushing me and pissing me off as much as you pissed me off was, like, a, yeah. a savior for me. Because if sure. he didn't do that, I wouldn't be – and I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm good yet. Like, I'm – you know, people say I'm good, but there's so much more that you have to. Right. Always room for improvement, bro. 100. Mm-hmm. percent And I love that ideology that he like engraved right. in my brain. And 
And now, like, now look at the shows that you guys are doing. Dude, dude you guys have five to 10,000 people at some shows. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. No, I mean, it's wild. I mean, we're opening up for Nash. Like, Jared Neiman, we're opening up for this year. We're, we've opened up for Hunter Hayes before. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. Uh, we're opening up for uh, uh, Lanco on the 18th of August. Dope. And yeah. right, right next to the stadium down at Titletown. It's like, and these guys reach out to us. It's like, we're not, we're not reaching out to them at all. It's like, these people reach out to us, and it's like, cool. I mean, right. I'm like, dude, I can't believe this is actually happening. Like. So what's your guys' vision for the band? So you're, you're showing us some songs that you guys are making right now. Yeah. So you guys want to move into making your own songs, kind of converting from a cover band to, hey, we're Smoke Row, we make our own shit. Well, at first we were like a cover band, and like, I don't want to explain it. Every one of the people, like everybody in the band, they were all in original bands at one point mm-hmm. of their life. And I had never had that opportunity to do that. Yeah. And I, growing up, I'm always like, dude, I want to, I want to do original music. I want to get my stuff out there and I'd write music and like on deployment when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you have no internet, no, like you don't have access to any of that stuff. And you're just like sitting in like a stairwell when you're off of work after like a 16 hour day and you're just like on a ship ripping cigs. Dude, packs of cigs. <laughs> I can picture a cig. Like multiples. There's a line to get out to the smoke pit in the military. No like, shit. Oh, dude, yeah. And like you, like when you get in there, you don't leave until you're like almost out of oxygen. Because <laughs> so you can't so get back in for like two hours, dog. Yeah. That's Monster and cigarettes. I don't know how I'm still alive, dog. I'm yeah. not even kidding you. That's why, like, if you guys get a well, I, I, viper energy yeah. cigarette, yeah. I can I, I can reach out to some of my <laughs> homies that are up there in the military now. Are you like, right now? I really. Shit gets you focused, doesn't it? I, dog. Oh yeah. I yeah. don't think you've blinked since you started. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I had two, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, you said two. I, I mean, got 300 milligrams pumping through him right now. Yeah, dog. I, I could I could run a marathon and like be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. So anyway, but, let's. I kind of want to backtrack on. So you still don't have a name. Okay, right. yeah. So we're we're sitting there as a band thinking about a name and everyone's like county line. I'm like, dude, that sounds so tacky. I'm like, there's no story behind it. Mm-hmm. Like you need that's like I, the one thing I've always loved about artists is that like the ones that can tell a story. Like there's a reason why they they mm-hmm. named their song this or there's a reason why they did uh they branded it a certain way or whatever. Like you know, I like the story behind everything. So then we're all sitting there thinking and I, I don't I think it was I'm not mistaken, Billy said something about Smoke Road. Like, it's a road in our hometown. You guys already know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. County Highway O. Yep. Yep. Through Point Beach. And and it's like this road that, uh, like, you know. Lines and zigzags. It's 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 beautiful. It's It's a beautiful drive. Yeah. But the craziest part was, is like, like all the people that were kind of like rebels back in the day went down that road, you know, and it's yeah. named that for a reason. Long story short, dude. Newmans would always go down that road. Oh, no. I'm like, yo, man. And like. (laughs) You know, it's the road everybody wanted to smoke pot. Yeah. struggling over here and trying to connect the dots. I'm like, I'm like over here like PR, PR, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say right now? Dude, no. some of the best stories come from shit like that, though. Like, 100%, honestly. 100%. And now, like, you look at, like, the, the medicinal purposes of it, and it's like, uh, like I, I understand, but, like, I mean, you know, I don't judge anybody for what they do on the side or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? It's like... See, so that's the thing, though, with, uh, with I would say quote-unquote rebels that we had at Two Rivers, mm-hmm. dude, those are some of the greatest guys. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, but hold on. You know, when you like, say rebels, you mean rebels on Two Rivers standards. Yeah, two, yeah right. which, is, right. which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah there's no, they're not rebels. They're no, like, they're, they're just normal, just, pe- yeah. just normal people, they, you know? If they were, like, smoking like, jam the coolest, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but no, they're, they're the coolest guys. No, yeah. honestly, dude, like, I feel like everybody in Two Rivers, they just, like, you looked out for each other, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? You never, you never. If someone's getting made fun of, man, you stand up for them. Yeah, I mean, like the you, small town, small town. Yeah, you know, values are definitely. Love there. your neighbors. I preach that at every show. Right. Love your neighbors, man. Yeah. That's that's how that's how I live it. Small town lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, I push it all the time. So Billy says something about small crowd. How they you know, we used to party out there, and everybody meets there, and then they'd go and like, you know, go to the parties after. And um, I'm like, bro, what about what if you name it Smoke Road? And and Billy's like, I came up with that, and then it's just been like, <laughs> I'm working, I'm trying ever, ever right since that yeah. happened. He's like, that was me, dude. And yeah, he's like, make sure funny. that everyone knows he, he that was his idea, and I gave him credit for it. Like he, that was his idea. So I mean, I was like, dude, this is sick, you know. And, I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed for the name, and finally everyone agreed. They're like, "Fine, Smoke Road." It's a great name, and it worked, like bro. It. Yeah, and we it's just, just got a really good ring to it. Yeah, and, and we looked it up. No one's called Smoke Road anywhere else in the country. I'm Perfect. like, you yeah. got to be kidding me! Like this actually, like I got goosebumps. Even the worst thing it. you yeah. want to do is Google something, and then there's a list yeah, million pages of results. And I'm like, sweating because we're like making money already on like like so we we make the name, get, we make some T-shirts. And like, and we all we didn't get paid from for gigs. I think our first like, I would say like four to eight gigs, maybe. We threw it all towards merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just t-shirts. Like we were broke. Invest. And I'm yeah. like, all right, you know, this is what we're gonna do. You know, and it ended up working out, man. Like it paid itself off. We built this huge merch count. Paid us, you know, like paid ourselves back. Our first show, I think we played for like a thousand dollars. And the craziest part is our first show, we go out and we say, hey, we're gonna be in this band, right? And we're booking it at this small place called Waverly in Trivers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, it, it, we, we broke their record for sales as wow. a business. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And it was so packed, you couldn't even get in the business. See, I remember hearing about that because, like, the floor was sagging yeah, dude. in there because there were so many people there. A, like, I'm not sure how true that is, but that's no, what I believe people it said. Because that building's, yeah. like, over 100 years old. And Dog, I that's one of the coolest, coolest things is not only, like, you guys are – you you keep the local ingrained in what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. So when you when you guys go countrywide, like Smoke Road is bringing it right back to where it all started, you know, two rivers. But it's so cool, even to see how quickly you guys are growing and the value you can bring to an organization. So oh, when a, dude. When a when a bar or restaurant or company or whatever rents you guys out or has you guys perform there, that's bringing a ton of value to them, and that's only going to continue to enhance as you grow. Oh, hundred percent. That's the coolest shit. Ever. And the coolest part was is like you know I got out of the bar industry thankfully and just started just stuck with the with the music and uh it was like i realized i'm like i used to own a bar so i know how much money these bars are making right so i was like all right like i would go there before the shows in the beginning and i'm like how much they charge for captain cook how much they charge and i knew like what the pricing was roughly Mm -hmm. of like because there's like 32 ounces per bottle and you can make so much money and you have overpours you like take two shots off roughly for overpour and then you have like 30 ounces that you're selling off a bottle that's 15 bucks and you're making all this profit off it. So I'm like, all right, their, their profit margin is probably pretty high based off their drink pricing because their pricing for bottles aren't going to change depending where you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, this is, this is kind of like a lucrative concept. So then we started kind of upping our price because every show that we've had, I don't think we've had a show that wasn't packed mm-hmm. yet. Like, well, we had one, and it was the most awkward show of my life. But yeah. we just had a we had a blast with it. It all anyways. depends, like where it is and what the crowd is. The only you show know? we had that wasn't packed was like way out of town. No one knew us. Like, and yeah. this is you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But ever since, I think we'd started. I'd say ninety nine percent of our shows have just been wall to wall packed. That's awesome. And it's like. So I'm like, all right, like this is lucrative, but like we're also helping the business out because right. they're making a bunch of money on us, bringing a bunch of people in. Like, and they'll definitely so have it, you back in the future, you, right? It's a win-win. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like your knowledge of like owning and operating a bar actually helps 
for moving your, like the band forward? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're, okay. If you look at, if you look at a bar owner, and let's say they average twenty five hundred dollars a day, that's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. For a business, Don Burp. See that? <laughs> that's good. So, <laughs> Under here, fucking yeah, reason. I'm, like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to go down there, dude. So uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, 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 If I didn't know that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have felt comfortable because I was always like, we need to up our price, we need to up our price. And Layton, our, our like drummer who's been in the music industry for since he's fourteen years old. He's like 32, I think, or some. I think he's 31 or 32. He, uh, he's like, we gotta pay our dues, man. We gotta, we gotta be cheap in the beginning. We just gotta book as many shows as possible, get our name out there, mm-hmm. and once they know who we are and and our reputation, you have demand. You've you, created demand, right? Yep, you create a man, mm-hmm. then you bump it. Yeah, dude, zero to a hundred, bro. I mean, you're talking. And I'm not gonna say how much we charge now. I try to keep that off the yeah, of course, because yeah. it all depends on how many speakers. Like honestly, like if you have more speakers, it's gonna cost more money. If you have more lights, it's gonna cost more money. Mm-hmm. If you have to hire more people to come and build this stuff and tear it down, yeah, it's gonna cost more money. So the range fluctuates, but like it definitely helped big time to understand how much money the bars are making in order to kind of yeah. like you know not ask too much right away to the point where they won't even touch you. Mm-hmm. It's it's so, so cool if you take the uh the journey of an entrepreneur and you look at it from a bird's eye view no matter what you got what you're doing whether you're doing a band a bar you're selling chairs t-shirts whatever it is the startup story is the same everybody everybody so you're saying you started off really small like whatever you possibly could to get by to get to that next level Mm -hmm. didn't pay yourselves that's with every single company Mm -hmm. I wish I wish more people had a pair of balls. That's that's what Not, it takes. Nowadays, it's, they're all just like, so, no, one thing, I don't want to do it. One no, thing, so I want hundred grand right now. So yeah. one thing right. I want to touch on too is, I think a, a major. I don't I don't know the rest of the team, and I can't wait to meet them. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think a major proponent to your guys' growth is where you came from, because you came from nothing. Oh yeah. And you you said it before, and a lot of people overlook it. Is you're not scared to go back. To where you were no because you're not scared to lose it because you know how to survive how in to the worst times exactly right. you got yeah. the, you, and you you acquired the grit is, over the years that right, right there yeah. even in the time when you did let's say you're looking back that time scare you're like what i'm poor I'm broke this that and the other that was probably the biggest advantage that you possibly could have yeah because now we know how success. to react if it happens again. exactly like mm-hmm. there's going to be times you, where well you're not scared of it no you know what it is yeah. you know i mean like you You'll never fail if you don't allow yourself to believe that you're gonna fail. Right. Like you got to keep your you. I always tell people like if you wake up in the morning and say, "I might not make it," you're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. You gotta wake up and be like, "I'm gonna make this happen." Mm-hmm. Like I don't I'm care. I'm gonna fucking die trying. No shit. Yeah. Like yeah. that's you have to have that mindset. And if yeah. you don't have that mindset and you don't have that drive, you're not going. You're not you're gonna, gonna make get it. Stomped alive. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, yeah. you're gonna walk all over you. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean never being in a band and then getting into a band is like super super scary like all the guys that are in the band have been in bands so they just kind of like walked in especially having no musical background none i didn't even <laughs> take a music class <laughs> yeah, I, like ever i the first time i sang in front of somebody was in boot camp bro See, like, sh- I'm not, like people in high school had no idea i could sing that right so what a huge risk like, huge yeah. and you're a bar owner at the time so like, i was worried now this is pulling your energy to somewhere try else Exactly yeah, yeah. to try and build this band yeah. up that you've zero experience in. So, like, it, what a what a huge risk! Like, I you know I compare that to a lot like yeah our story as well. Yeah, you know. So I kind of I do want to touch on so the band got started now, 
and what happened to the bar? Did so, you... so like, my uncle and my aunt and I, like, I, I look back now, like, I don't hate them, but I just don't agree with them. So, like, the hardest, like, when I say, like, there's not enough young, I always say there's never enough younger entrepreneurs at all, mm-hmm. because, like, the, I honestly think the bar industry is going to collapse, mm-hmm. and because there's not enough people that are willing to work it, mm-hmm. not, yeah. there's, there's not enough people that are willing to take the risk to learn how to run that it, business. Like you said, it's a grinding fucking industry, man. Dude, yeah, it's you not. work your balls off. Like, dude, yeah. I know, like, the, the, um, it's a new bar owner, uh, uh, Montana Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, Tippy's in Two Rivers, best oh, chicken, yeah, right. best yeah. roasted chicken dude in the world. Yeah. I love that place, like, and, like, she she tear out the, uh, she, the she's, bowling yeah, yeah, which is I think in my eyes like the greatest move. More seating, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. the bowling alley isn't making shit, you any fucking yeah, money. You gotta put something in there that's right. gonna make you, you money. Square yeah, footage she, she accumulated right. doing that. Right. Dog. I'm like, yo, that was smart. smart. Yeah, and she's like, she has that work, but she works it every single day, starting yeah. start time to fit. Like, and it's like, if you don't have that, you're not gonna make it. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, like you know, either I'm gonna stay in the bar industry or I'm not. So we, I wanted to do more risk. Mm-hmm. And with having older business partners, they don't want to do more risk. Right. They want to sit back and just accumulate a bunch of money first, and then mm-hmm. maybe maybe do some risk. They're not more into like, okay, we only have fifty grand in the account. All right, let's throw forty grand at an event and that make one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Right. And they're like, yeah, but what if we don't? And it's like, I was like, you, what you, 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 you you're <laughs> you not know? gonna know yeah, if you don't do it, dude. Yeah. Like. And that's where I was at in life. I'm like, dude, these yeah. people are just scared. Like, why are yeah. you so scared? Like, what are you going to do? Your business is going to fail. You have to go bankrupt on an LLC and then start a new one up. Like, what What do you, what's the issue here? Like an LLC costs, what, a couple hundred bucks, mm-hmm. realistically? Mm-hmm. Like a hundred, hundred bucks and it takes, what, a day to get, get a bill. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> so, and then you get credit cards lowers. sent in the mail to you at yeah. an APR and you're like, hey, you want like ten to $100,000 <laughs> to just, you know, right. go in debt with? It's like, all right. <laughs> 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 no, I feel like there's another story behind that. No, no, I've, I've, never, I've like, never known that. I okay, swear. Okay. <laughs> I, swear. Uh, I, mean, I debated it, but I yeah. never did it. Though. Yeah, no. So, so you uh, wanted to take this huge risk with the band. Yeah, and, and like I didn't like the fact that the people that I was in business with didn't want to take as much of a risk as me. Mm-hmm. And 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 it like you're saying this is for the for the bar. Yeah. yeah. So then I just said, you know what, like. Finally, they're like, how much to, p- to buy you out? And I said, well, how much to buy you out? Because I thought, you know what? I'll take over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I knew some guys that were just like, I'll give you a cash loan. Mm-hmm. And um, like, on, I think it was like a 10% APR, but I knew I could pay it back in like a year if I just didn't take any income from the business. So I'm like, ah, right, this will be fine. I'll, I'll figure this out. I didn't tell them that. But I'm just like, you know, how much do you want to buy out? Because how much they would say would be how much I would be worth. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like almost like, and then it yeah, just kind of created psychology there. Yeah. yeah. So which you know, and I'm like, all right, how do I get out of this without getting screwed? And I mean, I didn't make a dollar out of it because mm-hmm. we, well, we were. Well, you learn a lot. Well, I learned a lot. Well, knowledge wise is knowledge more valuable wise, yeah. than money a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But it was because like we weren't a business long enough for it to even be valued. Right. And I learned that down the road. In the beginning, I didn't understand that, so I was very yeah. upset. And, and I, you're going against the grain into rivers, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, and like, and but my, you were, you, in a way you were the bar. I like was you're, in, you're, you were the face of the bar. So without yeah. you there, then they what were, was the value? Their right? risk, they, 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 they I, I don't know if, how, if they lost money or not, but I'm assuming that I tried to like, and I left that business. I kept that negativity and like shit talking out of 
my life because mm-hmm. I was like, that's just going to make me look bad. Mm-hmm. So I just kept it out. And, like, it worked out in my advantage because whenever someone was like, you know, or if my aunt or my uncle would go out, they're like, hey, you know, has Dylan ever said anything bad about Whiskey D's? And they're like, no, he really doesn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. He just says, yeah, they have, they have good food. They have great food. My aunt, pff, great food. Mm-hmm. She can cook, bro. I mean, yeah. my family's very, very good cooks. Mm-hmm. They're all from Missouri. So I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you know, I miss your crab salad low key. I'm not gonna lie. I'm hoping after this podcast I get like a Tupperware container in my mailbox. Yeah. Like, like 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 it's like a peace offering or something. Right, right. But no man, I mean it was it was pretty it was it was rough. Um and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going at this band thing full time. So you're leaving a functioning, running I was business, making money. I mean the machines making are pulling, money, right? All together before the cut was around twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month in just gambling machines. Yeah, nice. oh. that was. You were leaving that to start this thing, this band that that could wasn't be making t- shit. Totally no, up that's in the correct. Air that yeah. wasn't <laughs> making anything, right? So it's like nobody can really. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> you want to talk about pinching pennies, dude? I, I mean, I get why Layton's still wearing basketball shorts from high school. Yeah. Like this guy has been in this industry where like you either go all in or you're dude, you're no, smoked. You, you gotta. I like the way you guys are you doing it too. Is you're doing it cheap and you're still s- bootstrapping it, penny pinching mm. while you're at the level you're at right now. Oh, dude, and yeah. We, so do we. we. Do like, yeah, we penny pinch <laughs> like, all the time, dude. Like, but there's a, there, it's, it's a, it gets to a certain point where it is worth investing in better stuff, like maybe a better mic or better drums or whatever. Oh, it is. yeah, stuff that's gonna make you money. Right, right. But the useless shit, like the fugazi fugazi stuff. Yeah, it, it's, it's all show. It also you know? it is all show, dude, and that's why like. I don't know. I'd, I'd say it's not all about the money for me. Like, the coolest, the best show I've ever done. And it's, like, the, one of the smallest shows, honestly. Um, it's a bar called Cassie's Coop. And she was a brand-new bar owner. Been dude. there. Yep. And I, I... I went and saw him there. That was the first time I saw you guys. We did a cancer fundraiser. Yep. Um, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he'd want me to say his name or not with, you know, what's going on in his life. But there was a, a fundraiser there, and this guy was just getting ran on. Like, he got cancer. His lady left him. She was, like, scared to leave the kids with him because he was, like, could die at any moment. So she's, like, she doesn't want her kids that are young in the same house with this guy Damn. that could just pass away, and these kids would be just stuck in this Like, no one would be able to get these kids out or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know what the story was behind it, but he needed money bad for, like, an attorney, for his medical bills and all this stuff. And um, we donated, like, I, I don't think I even took a paycheck for that one. I, picked, I gave all the money to him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he wanted to make, I want to say it was, like, I think it was two grand or something like that he needed to make just to get by. And I, I want to say he made, like, eight. Or it was, like, an abundance yeah, of money. Awesome. It was a lot of money. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And, like, he got up on stage and just started crying. And this guy was a vet, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm a vet, so I got a little soft spot for him. And I was like, dude, yeah. that show... I was like, I can make a difference if I if, yeah. if I can do something like that and just keep doing stuff like that. That 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 would make me feel fulfilled for the rest of my life. That I could that I could say, damn, hey yeah. man, like this right. is this is what I do. I don't I don't just show up to make money. I show up to help people. I show yeah. up to help businesses grow, mm-hmm. to to keep them on their feet. Like you know, a bar might be going downhill. Like for instance, like the Family Swim Club in Two Rivers. I'm They're debating. Like, this year, yeah. They don't even know this yet, but I've been debating on contacting them about doing like a show to fundraise them enough money to keep them open. Because, mm-hmm. like, dude, yeah. where else do you teach kids how to swim in Trivers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no Nowhere. idea. You, you got to go to Mantua to go to the Y. Like, right. You know, it's like local stuff, man. Like, you got to you got to work, and like, I, I, that's what I always say. Like in a small town, like my grandpa always said, man, like 
you know, you start in Tree Rivers, you end in Tree Rivers. Like, that's your home home front. Yeah. It's where you started. That's who all, you know, when you're riding your bike around town, those people pulled their car over when you're doing something wrong because they cared about you. It was a small town concept. Dude, it was great. Dude, was that's cool. it was a good yeah. upbringing. It was a great town. Whether you're poor, rich, nothing, it didn't matter. Right. It like everyone knew everybody. Yeah. And we looked out for each other. And I if like people would just do that always right. and it would this world would be a much better place. And that's kind of where I was like, all right, if I can do that in this band and help people, like that's what I would want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like and because I didn't know what I wanted to do for my entire life until I like literally started this band. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I had no I idea. I bet you never thought it would be being in a band. No, dog. <laughs> I never thought. I thought for sure I was like, I'm going to be sitting in a factory, yeah. nine to five, dude. This is going to suck. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I remember. Not all factories suck, but like, you know, you know but, I mean? I'm, I'm saying like yeah. foundries. Like if I were to go work at a Wisconsin like, foundry, dude. A foundry? Oh, bro. I give I, them guys credit. I'm like, fuck, that's yeah. hot in there, dude. I remember seeing you guys the first time at Titletown, and it was amazing. Like it was a great performance, oh, yeah. and I I don't know if you remember it was before the Bears game, so it was a pre I think it was a pregame Packers versus Bears. So you guys had a massive massive crowd out there, and when we were walking, I'm like, dude, I want to have that band for one of our shows, like, oh, dude. a party or whatever, and no shit, it's coming to life. Like yeah, it's, a cool, I mean, look it's at the coolest thing ever. Like, and that was like two years. years ago. Yeah, it was last year. It's yeah. opening opening game um, yeah. game at Lambeau for Packers and Bears. Packers Bears. That in was a ripper, years. dude. I was, was talking mad shit. I thought Chicago. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get off that stage and just get shanked by some like inner city dude. Like like you want to talk shit about the Bears? Pow pow pow. Candy shot gone. <laughs> I was like, dog, this is not good. I, I felt bad afterwards. Like I got off stage. I'm like, man, I probably should have talked that much shit about the yeah, Bears. Yeah, but fucking like, everybody from Green Bay loved you. Oh, like, 100. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone yeah. in Green Bay is like, you're a badass. And I'm yeah. like, dude, stay near me. Give me a posse. Yeah, yeah. Dog. yeah. But look at that. In two years, you're playing like the main opener for the Green Bay for a Packers opening game. Dude, they like, reach out game. to us, man. I love, yeah. I love awesome. Lambo, man. I love, I love Titletown. I love Stadium View. Like Green Bay has been so cool to us, mm-hmm. and it's like that one big city in our area that actually like you can get some, you can get some serious like looks from some pretty big people in yeah. a big city. I mean, you know, like. I honestly think the only reason why we have had so much success is because of Green Bay. Yeah. To be honest with you, like well, it, it's easy to spread around here, Green Bay and Appleton. Yeah. So slowly was, but surely, like you're if you do good and whatever it is, you make a good product, you perform well, your word slowly starts to expand, especially with our age demographic. Because I feel like there's not a lot of people doing cool shit like we're doing in this area. No, so no, they're all it, lame as shit around yeah, here. See, right. I, I was, that's what I was going to ask. Do you actually feel like it's an advantage coming from a small town where, like, you do something and everybody fucking knows? Because I'm from Green Bay, and Green Bay is a bigger city, right? So it's like I've been here for 30 years, and, like, there's people that went to, like, the school across the river, and I don't know them, and they've been doing the same shit as I've been doing for, thir- yeah. like, you know, 15 years or whatever. And it's like in a small town, you don't get that. Like, you know that like that person you went to high school with. So do you, right. f- I don't, I don't know. Maybe if you guys feel like, I think small towns are, it's definitely it easier. Cause it's like, I don't know how to explain this without sounding like a douchebag, but it's like, <laughs> it's, it a like shot. it's like, it's like small town famous concept. Like yeah. the more people travel and think that you're famous, the more other people think that you're famous because of the people they know. Like, yeah, mini celebrity. It is. It's weird. Yeah. Like, you know, like now I'll go, I'll be in green Bay. 
and they'll be like, oh, dude, what's up, man? And like, I want to know who they are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you're the singer from Smoke Road. I'm like, oh, dude, this is kind of sick. Yeah, isn't it like, cool? this is real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but, like, but you're still humble with it too, bro. All know? the time. That's like, the main thing. I, I honestly, I promote other bands all the time. I promote um, fundraisers. Like this one kid came out to me, Gentry, his name was, and he's in this mullet contest. And I made a post. <laughs> oh gosh. I made a post for him, and like, I just, I just like, I love people. I that's the one thing. Like, if someone walks in me, like, oh, you're from Smoker, like, oh, what's your name, dude? And like, I'll see him again, and I'll know exactly what we talked about last. Yeah. Like. I suck at names though, dude. Like I'll I'll meet somebody twenty times, and unless I've known you for a long time, you better not fucking forget my name. Well, I, we have the same name. I'm gonna fuck you, fuck that up. You can't. There's no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dog. Like if I mess that up, dude, I have issues. Like that's that's bad. But I I I honestly think that like, you know, I mean, if like I'm not trying to talk shit about Hunter Hayes. Fuck it, I'm gonna talk to you. <laughs> so like, just go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, dude, this guy was like, he's sitting there, and I'm just like, I'm like, dog, I'm s- nice to meet you, dude. You know, you're like, I'm so, you know, like honored to open up for you. It's my right. first national act to open up for. And he just blew me off, bro. And that blew my mind. Yeah. I'm like, if I did that to somebody, I would feel horrible. Yeah. I would, I would stop what I was doing, and right. I would go up to that person and be like, I am so sorry. Right. Like I'm just I'm very busy right now I'm stressed out Like I would explain myself And I'd probably hug him or something You know what I mean Like I mm-hmm. wouldn't know what to do But he, he He like brushed me off And I just thought to myself If I ever make it I'm never gonna ever Ever do that right. To anyone I don't care No cause look how it made you feel Like it probably made you feel like shit You, know you, know? I mean? you, you don't, don't wanna mean, make like, somebody else feel so like that Same thing yeah. So I mean look at it Even when you guys start opening for other people Like always remember that Even if it's a super small band yeah. Like go up to them Give them the attention and the time. Yeah, to say, dude, hey, you guys are crushing. It. Like you know, once you go on stage, give a huge fucking this. shout out. Like thanks yeah. for opening up for us. Like that shit is so important to people on yeah. their way up. Because like I mean, yeah, that'll like, make a difference for feels. you guys too. Yeah. Like dude, you get all that energy towards you, and and you guys are doing it for the right reasons too. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can tell it in your heart and the way you talk about it. Like it's not you're not just doing it to get something in return. Like you're doing it because you love it. Uh, it awesome. is honestly like I've never ever done anything in my life that I just loved. Yeah, and it didn't matter about the money. Mm-hmm. Like it was this. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life, and Besides that's kind of driving that Mini Cooper. I hated that Mini Cooper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I honestly debated. Uh, hear me out. My mom talked me you out. You were of gonna these. buy another one. No, you? I was gonna put a freaking helmet on and run right into the right into the rail. <laughs> Something hard Like I was like Alright Like if I'm on the interstate Just jerk hard left And pray to God I don't die like, yeah. You know what I mean oh my God. Just call it, call it total And then get a new vehicle That's how close I was dude and I never did that I should've But I never did that dog yeah. And I was like Bro thank God But No I mean like Dude I'm passionate Like I love what I do I love the people That show up to the shows Like I love changing people's lives And like people so, You know It's a, it's a dog eat dog world Out there dude And mm-hmm. some people are just Ruthlessly mean to just just I don't I don't know why, yeah. and like just because someone looks different or they're into something that you're not into or whatever, it's like I I have people come to my shows that have no friends, you know, and I show them attention, mm-hmm. and like I give them respect and I have conversations with them and I reach out to them when they reach out to me. Like I don't ignore people. I sometimes suck at responding back in text. <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna lie, tough, dog. Yeah. When you have when you wake up and you, I feel bad for my girlfriend because I'm like. I'm sitting there. I wake up in the morning, and my phone's just, I have like 18 missed phone calls. She's like, yeah, I haven't been up, I've been up since 6.30. Cause like, and your phone hasn't your stopped phone ringing. Hasn't shut yeah. up. And I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, dog. Like, I should have put it on silence. Like, but I, I always reach back to people. Like, this lady was living out of her car with her kid. Her kid, was, had, I think he was autistic. Yeah. I'm pretty positive. And I told her, I'm like, hey, if you need anything, like, let me know. 
and I gave her a free t-shirt or kid a free t-shirt like can koozie I tossed her 40 bucks I'm like here's 40 bucks in cash like use for gas money and food or whatever you need you know like I didn't know what to really do and she, I'm like you know is there a, what do you what program are you in? and she's in this program where they like I try to help you find a home and I said you keep me up to date and she calls me she's like we're still in our car and I'm like well I'll reach out to some friends and I'll see if there's like anything I can do you know and I'm reaching out reaching out reaching out and I found this rental in Green Bay, and I was like, uh, like I'll, f- I debated on just kind of like shooting half the rent for her and like letting her at least get in a house. Mm-hmm. I know it was a ran down home, but at least it's a roof, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not rich, but at least I can kind of try to help somebody because I look at it like you know, if I was in that position, I'd hope someone would do it for me, you yeah. know? Because I mean, I've couch surfed, dude. I was broken a joke, and my buddies had my back, yeah, in the military, and I'm happy they did. And like it, you know, you you want to pass it forward, and. uh I just, I, you know, I was about to get in this house, and then she messages me, and she's like, I found I found a house, and they got me in this place, and we finally got a home, and I really want to let you know that, you know, I really appreciate you and everything that you tried to do to, to help me, and I was like, anytime, mm-hmm. and like, that was just like, I was like, bro, you know, like, and when you're not asking for a pat on the back or mm-hmm. anything, like, you're just doing something to do it. Like, feels the, good. It does. It feels yeah. really good, and I'm like, bro. You know, I, I would yeah. never judge anyone or treat anyone with disrespect because that you're you're you're, you're branding yourself one, and that's a that's a bad bad business move to to be a douchebag one. Yeah. Two, it's like, you know, if and this is why I write the music I write. Like when when I drop my album, a lot of people are gonna understand really fast, like my ideology in life and like my beliefs because I believe that you need a set of a a footprint in the in the world of what people are going to talk about you after you die Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like the people that you want to surround yourself are the people that are going to talk about you after you die and if they don't if you don't think that they're going to talk about you after you die don't give them any time of day Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean it's like like you need people around you that support you and love you and if i can do that for everybody you know like that's 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 a dream to me Mm -hmm. you know i love that so it's like Whatever you guys are doing is it's, it's working because you guys are growing, you're crushing it. Bro. Even when I posted you guys on my story, I think it was yesterday, somebody saw a sneak peek of, of the fly we're making. Mm. And they're like, dude, you guys are having Smoke Road. Like <laughs> 20, 30, 40 people were DMing, like, dude, I can't wait. This is going to be sick. Oh, Some really? more details. Yeah. So that's sick. Um, dude, I just can't wait to have you guys. I'm like, excited to drop some fun. originals at your show. It's going to be fun. Fuck yeah. Because, like, you hear a lot of them. Yeah. Well, dude, we're, like, making our own genre. I mean, I, and that's that's kind of where, like, old country. The, yeah, dude. Dude, I like it. It's got you, a good fucking a, ring to you it. You showed a preview of what you guys made last night. It's good. A lot like, of, it's lo- really good. A lot of grunge riffs and a lot of double kicks, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, like, I wrote my first slow song ever. And that one, that one, the weirdest thing, like, Leighton of all people, who is, like, a metalhead through and through, death metal screamer. I mean, like, he doesn't like soft anything yeah he's like hey man um just so you know like that song could go on the radio and it was a slow song Mm -hmm. and then i'm like writing more music like heavier stuff so on so forth and like my buddy dom's like dude we might actually have a chance to get on the like go big Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there thinking to myself like dude if that happens i'm gonna be freaking just I don't get, I'm gonna go streaking Insane, or something. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting naked and running a rope. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even give a shit after that. There's no rules, dude. I'm that going could be big. Good PR. Put a helmet know. on and drive a Mini Cooper. Right? I don't know yeah. if you could PR. Right the wall. Yeah. Cool. yeah, it's like this big. It <laughs> okay. wouldn't be good. Yeah, no, I wasn't blessed like other people. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't a shower. I'll put money on that. So you, got, say that. you got a big truck? 
No, it, no small feet. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, dog. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't wear like like sh- a lot of shoes. I wear flip flops all the time because like I can't find small enough socks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's bad news. So for anyone listening, September twenty third, yeah. we're having a massive uh, Vipers. Right now, it's called Summerfest. Might have to change that due to Milwaukee Summerfest, but we'll see. We're having don't a big, get that too confused. Big party. Um, it's true. And yeah. might be a good idea though. Yeah, <laughs> could our, be. Our special premiere is Smoke Road. Dude. Yeah, dude. Right, like I told you a year ago, I listened to you. I'm like, we will have them at one of our shows, hundred percent. I'm like, I want. He's like, they're probably expensive. I'm like, I don't care. They put on a show. Like, well, the let's thing do is, it. Let's like, do it. if we're gonna do it, let's do it right. You want a band to bring a lot of speakers and make people's chest vibrate? Yeah, we are the band. You well, know what I mean? Like, we're two people that we we love to have a good time too. And I'll like, if we're gonna do a show, let's do it to where we enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, like and, for for us, dude, it's like we where we where we're from. It's like we grew up on rock music, bro. Yeah. Like think about it. Mm-hmm. My I was growing up, 105.7 was on. Yeah. 94.7 was on. It wasn't yeah. country. You know what I mean? Hell no. And then, like, we started playing country in a, with a bunch of rock guys, like metalheads, and it just kind of turned into country rock, like a cold country. Like, it's just yeah. like. It definitely hit different. It's brute. Like, yep. yeah. you listen to it, you're like, damn, dude. Like, right. these and guys rip. You're hitting it. I think you're hitting it right on the head right now. Like, with Jelly Roll coming out and Hardy, like, they're. they're oh, yeah. You know, Brantley Gilbert's been on the scene for a while, but they're the more rock country scene yeah. and dude people are starting to give it a lot more attention you can definitely kill it with it's that. like its own genre man and i like hardy i like morgan wallen mm-hmm. i like how they're so anti like label i wouldn't yeah. say label but like anti like it's don't follow the music rules bro industry yeah because yeah, yeah. like in like hardy the like mockingbird and the crow is he's he's on tour right now mm-hmm. and uh he in his song he specifically says like you know he's making fun of the country industry like music industry saying like oh if you if you know if you don't have a a, a slide player or, you know whatever like you're not you're not gonna make it on the radio right. and he's like no I'm gonna make myself a country rock artist yeah and I'm thinking to myself like dude that's sick and I love Hardy like his mm-hmm. music is so good man he's like and he's like such a down to earth human being. Like he, I've I've watched him on a podcast, and I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, I could totally. He's yeah. just a good old boy from Mississippi, right? Bro, yeah, I would, yeah, I would totally him, yeah. get drunk with Hardy at any <laughs> any given moment. He called in, was like, "Hey, man, you know, you might not be ready to be on the big leagues yet, but like, do you want to come get hammered?" He'd be like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, give I'll me the come time out. and place. I'll yeah, be yeah. there." <laughs> yeah. dude, his song Jack, that song is so dude, good. So we're we're adding a lot of Hardy to our playlist, um, because. It's almost like our music's really similar to his. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the same, but very similar. Similar genre, right? Yeah, very yeah. much similar. And, like, dude, we did sold out. So Friday we were down at Random Lake, mm-hmm. and there was a huge storm. Like, dude, I'm talking, like, I thought the tent was going to go. Yeah. I'm like, all right, this is my last show ever. I'm going <laughs> to die tonight. Might as well let it rip. And so, then with the Hardy song, right? <laughs> dude, we ended. So we did sold out. Yep. And like, they're screaming and sold out. Well, Leighton Thompson, my drummer, mm-hmm. is a death metal screaming. Like, he's signed by a record label for screaming. Yeah. Like, he's. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> so, like, it just worked out. And yeah. I'm like, Leighton's like, I'll do the screaming parts. You sing. So then I sing while he screams, like, almost harmonizing with him. Mm-hmm. And it works perfect. And it sounds good. Yeah. So then we, we cover sold out, dude. Every dude in that tent took his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I saw more dad bots that night oh than I've ever seen in my life. I was like, are we in a male strip club or is this like, <laughs> it was wild. And I'm just thinking to myself like, 
you know, dude, like everyone loves this guy. Yeah. You know, like his he's he's so anti follow the rules, and that's yeah. kind of how I am. Like I don't want to follow the rules, bro. Like I want to be myself. Yeah. I want to lay Create a foot- your own path. Dude, lay a footprint for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. why copy paste? Like I give a lot of bands credit that go out of the realm of what's normal because like you never know what might be the next most popular thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like take a risk and just do what you love. You right. know, like. I love bluegrass, like um, Red Bed and the Missing Miles. That's one of my favorite bands, and I mean they're not famous at all, right? But they're super, super good, and they're local Wisconsin. I mean, if you guys ever want to look them up, they uh they they've 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 slept in my basement before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're a little wild though, I'll tell you right now. But no, you guys are you guys are crushing it. New young upcoming band, love to see it. You guys are taking over, especially Appleton, Green Bay, Wisconsin area. And I yeah. like I can't wait to continue to watch you guys grow. And any opportunity that we have here at Viper to get you guys here, involve you in something, I'm all for it. Dude, I say I we just, just you guys are doing. run this festival hard on the twenty yeah. third, man. I mean, if you if, if if you guys are listening right now, like September twenty third is gonna be a ripper. It's gonna be fun. I'm talking it's gonna be so good you have to take your shirt off. <sighs> I've never done that by the way. So, so what we're talking about is when you get to the door, you gotta take your clothes off <laughs> and you're wearing a cloth, and that is it. Everybody's going cloth. caveman. <laughs> Everybody gets a Lloyd cloth. Yeah. Total no, party. We, we plan to have a car show during the day. Uh, we have potentially have the whole road blocked off, food trucks, car show, we'll have sponsors setting up booths, we'll have uh, private detailing and welding classes for limited selected people we're gonna have a little pre-workout down in appleton at premier fitness um and then you guys will be will be the main event at night and it's dude it's gonna be fun like we want to have we we want to let her rip now we got an opportunity to do so and if you haven't been to the viper facility if you are listening they have like skid marks Everywhere <laughs> in the parking lot, I pull up and I just see like it looks like they like the, some guy was just in the parking lot bored and did like five thousand donuts because it's just like pitch black ring. I'm like I'm not much, sure. If yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, pretty much what happened. Yeah, I was like, yo, this you didn't place see the part is where sick. Dan was sitting in the middle of that while yeah. he was going around him. So, so if you guys show up and people are doing burnouts at the event, don't be shocked. Don't, you know, bring right. some bring some earbuds if you're sensitive with the earbuds. Yeah. You know, like yeah. honestly, because if the cars aren't loud, we're gonna be loud. So yeah. it's like. Well, see, that's the thing is we're, we're, we're going all in on it, too. We're going to get you guys the best stage. Let's get the best lights, the best audio. Yeah. and It's going to be probably the sickest show that Green Bay has ever seen and, in a, in a, for a, in a long time. Yeah. And we got the pr- perfect facility to do it, too. So I'd like, love to have you guys. It's going to be – I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Dude, I think it's going to be – I would say the drunkest event. <laughs> on this side of town let's go for sure yeah like I'm, I'm like because dude like we sell so much beer and like i make yeah. like i bring people on stage we do shotgun races like you know whoever wins like on on saturday we did a shotgun race and uh this dude this guy looked like a he looked like a i'd say a giant like i i didn't believe in him at first you know all the conspiracy <laughs> theories about the giants <laughs> then i met him up. dude and yeah. this guy walks up he's like he's like i need help getting up i'm like bro this is like a stepping stool for you to get on <laughs> yeah. the stage like he's like fine he like muscles himself <laughs> up yeah he just like he like took this bush like camera was like and it was gone i was like looking and they, i'm like i did like a crowd vote i'm like did he win they'll scream i'm like did he win and everyone screams louder i'm like all right he won you know what i mean like yeah. like eminem you know like yeah. just wild shit picks you up yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy it wasn't even a can it was well, a can yeah. yeah. so i'm like i'm just gonna let him win because i ain't trying to get pummeled bro <laughs> like i i like after i shook his hands i'm like i called him mittens on accident because i was like that's gonna be your new nickname for me dude because your hand is just like it was like just a straight piece of meat just uh, like it was big he's got i'm sure he's got big feet as well you know socks yeah cool well 
We're pumped to have you guys. Any last words for anybody listening? Honestly, um, yeah, dude, follow us. We're a Wisconsin band. We're going to start our own country style of music. Like We want to be ourselves, and we want to represent Wisconsin the best as possible to the point where it's like when people look us up, they're like, I knew those guys. I partied yeah. with those guys. And once, and if we do make it big after we drop our album, man, like that'd be a blessing, like oh, yeah. honestly. And, and I would... Uh, I I do a, I would honestly do a lot of work around the state of Wisconsin helping people out because I oh, feel yeah. like more people need to be doing that, especially in the industry with, mm-hmm. how, with how much money they make. They should be doing more. Yeah, and like it's a yeah. small town lifestyle, dude. If you everyone lives yeah. like that, you know that's. I feel like the world would be a lot better of a place. So. Way better of a Hell place. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. It's I, I put I I infuse that into my music. So once yeah. that album drops, man, like super pumped for that. When is the album dropping? Do you have I, a date yet? Honestly, we I have. About five songs done, and I want to have at least 12. Mm-hmm. At least 12 before we drop an album. So we're still working on the seven, but we're going to be dropping the singles once at a time, once at a time, once at a time. Cool. We're going to do like probably five singles, and then we're going to do an album drop. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of work. We have a studio in, the, in, in my house, and it's, it's, a, it's a grind, man. It's, mm-hmm. Everybody in the band quit their jobs. It's full time now. That's awesome. So it's like everyone's all in. All in, dude. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Smoke Road, definitely go do so. You guys are crushing it. Where do they find you on on socials, dude? Uh, Instagram, we're you know Smoke Road. Um, Facebook, we're on there for Smoke Road. I don't even know if we have a TikTok, which I'm kind of happy we don't if we don't. But yeah. we might. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, a good choice so, to skip that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like oh, until dude. your music gets yeah. on the TikTok, yeah, then yeah. boom. If that, if that happens, I'd I'd be I'd be smiling. Yeah. But like, I just I don't know, man. I mean. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Like, yeah. if you guys want to reach us out to book us or even, like, you know, just check out some of our stuff, dude. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We, we cover Beer Never Broke My Heart. Uh, we're definitely heavier than Luke Holmes. Yeah. I hope I don't piss him off by saying that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, yeah, if you guys want to find us, follow us. If you guys want to come to shows, come up to me, shake my hand, dude, get to know me. Um, and get to know our music. We're, we're, we're going to be uh, laying a footprint in Wisconsin. I don't think anyone's ever kind of really seen before since, like, Vic Ferrari, I'd say. It was the last yeah, big, dude. big band, you know, so. I'm pumped to see where you guys go, and Viper's here alongside you guys the entire way, so it's going to be sick. Well, let's party, dude. I'm down. Well, appreciate having you. Thanks for coming on, and this was, this was fun. All right. I had two of those. I'm shaky. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel great, dude. Viper energy, man. That's you guys right. are sick. I'll cheers to that. Cheers, buddy. I'm out. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to finish this puppy. Uh, appreciate you guys. We'll see you all on September 23rd. See you September 23rd. Show is brought to you by Viper Energy again. Go to viperenergy.com, the healthiest energy drink on the market. You have all nine essential amino acids. You have vitamins, magnesium, zinc. We have three new flavors in the works, which I think you guys are going to love. Um, thanks for the support. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. We out. Bye.